You're listening to the Long Overdue Podcast. On today's episode, you have Chris, Pat, Dawn, and myself, Denise. So what are we going to be talking about? We're talking about food. Food. Sweet. Food. Are we going to talk about all the food that we can't eat right now? What do you mean that we can't eat right now? Like, because it's... Like, Chris can't eat because he's on a Whole30. Because, you know, and and like maybe everybody else is also... And I'm a vegan. Because <laughs> they're, it's after the holidays and so everybody's trying to be good, right? No. no? Mm, not everybody. Oh. Nah. I just have... I'm, I'm already getting a really bad feeling about this, recording this episode because I it's going to be about I have a bad feeling food. about this, they said, in every episode of Star Wars. <laughs> And that infographic book tells you where it is. <laughs> who says it in each episode? <laughs> You're speechless, Chris. <laughs> so, did you know there is a Star Wars cookbook? Actually, there are more than one. Yes, yeah, I was going to say. I think there's. What do they have yeah. in a Star Wars? Cookbook? Yeah, I want to know how that works. I think well, it's like recipes for Wookiee cookies and, and yeah. Food. I think it's how to turn regular looking food into Star Wars looking food. Yeah. Uh, okay. Not That's really like. <laughs> Because I'm so Princess Leia cinnamon buns. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> okay, but like most of it's party food. Like yeah. if you were going to have a Star Wars themed mm-hmm. party, this is the kind of stuff you would serve. Right. And Denise is exactly right. It's normal food for the most part. Just this is how you present it, or these are the things you right. put together that are kind of unusual. So do you have the cinnamon rolls that and put them on your ears and then you have like a, a roll of what is that like a bread Fruit roll braid. up or something something to tie it together and <laughs> <laughs> so it'll stick to your ears and, I don't know I was just curious not necessarily <laughs> so since we're talking about food what is your favorite food I think we tried to do this before. Yeah, I, we think, did. I think we did. <laughs> well, our first episode. In opening episode when we tried to, you know, just went around and had questions. Oh, I thought that but was kind of we were trying to be a food. Well, we we, we talked about that, and then we talked about <laughs> favorite foods. Oh, so we can, but it might we have can change. Yeah, we can answer the question and then compare it with yeah, the previous check version. Yeah, to see if it's still the hmm. same. My hmm. favorite food. Or if you were to go out somewhere, what would your favorite food be like um, culturally, like Mexican, Italian, that kind of thing? Thai. Thai food? I've heard it's spicy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You like it spicy? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's really well, good. Usually you can say zero, one, <laughs> Right, two, you can give them a number. Three. Yeah, kind of give them a... <laughs> like, okay. This is, this is the spiciest I, get, I can When handle. I go to eat Thai food, it's... Zero, please. <laughs> I have to make sure they actually give me a five when I ask for a five. Really? Because they, they think you don't mean it. They, yeah, they think that I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Or like, <laughs> I can't handle it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just because I'm sweating and crying doesn't mean I can't handle it. <laughs> that I'm not enjoying if this that, food. If I'm not sweating and crying, <laughs> then it's not spicy enough. Okay, so this is an interesting question. Where mm-hmm. does the heat come from? So, I mean, not like really... Thai food is spicy. 
Mm-hmm. But traditional Mexican food is not spicy. Right. And our Tex-Mex, we tend to have spicy. Mm-hmm. So what, I mean, where does that come from? Does that make sense? Our love of spice. Heat. Mm. Peppers. I don't know because I don't. I'm from Texas, and I still don't eat. I mean, I eat mild salsa. (laughs) I say zero at the Thai restaurant. I don't have a a really good cultural economic. What did I say? I don't know if there's an economic. (laughs) I don't have a really good cultural, like, answer for that. I can tell you why I like it. Okay. But... um, I don't know how, if, how that pertains to everyone else. I think that I just like the the pain. <laughs> you like to torture yourself. <laughs> okay. It's you know it's it's a it's like a you know I'm sure it releases a lot of endorphins and and stuff. Uh, Interesting. Okay. And I mean, okay. of course, I like the flavor and stuff too. Like mm-hmm. I think habanero peppers are delicious, even though they kill you. I mean, not really. They won't really kill you. But, <laughs> they're not toxic. But they're bad. I mean, they're like really, yeah. they're really hot. They'll eat your stomach. But, but they're delicious. <laughs> they have really good flavor. Huh. Okay. I guess I've well, never I th- really I eaten I think one. maybe that's where that's where putting spices in foods started was just the flavor. To add flavor. To add, yeah. to add the flavor or to, to cause a reaction that releases new flavors that you wouldn't get without them or something like that. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's where that came from, but. Okay, so Denise likes Thai food. Mm-hmm. We're talking about that. Who else? Mexican food for me. Tex-Mex. Okay. Yes, Tex-Mex. <laughs> so I've I've traveled a little bit and and had Mexican food at other places, mm-hmm. and it's not what I like. <laughs> like New Mexico southwestern cuisine mm-hmm. is very different they use a lot of the green chilies or the the tomatillo sauce or things like that that's not my favorite um they have just, more of a like the chipotle kind of smoky flavor yeah too, don't they? yeah yeah and just just give me plain old chicken enchiladas or chicken tacos or queso mm-hmm don't give me fancy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I was excited when I had had the opportunity to travel to Germany and mm. sausage and apple strudel. And it's like, oh, this is really cool. <laughs> and so, you know, I ordered that stuff and it was not anything <laughs> like I had imagined. Uh-huh. Like the apple strudel just wasn't as sweet. I mean, we right. are so yeah. into things that are so sweet over here. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was a lot more bland than I thought it would be. You know, I had the, a similar experience. I went to Italy and was expecting, oh my gosh, I love Italian food and, you know, this will be great. And it was some of the most bland pasta. Mm-hmm. You know, the sauces were there and it was fresh ingredients mm-hmm. and all that, but it was not at all. And maybe it was the salt. Maybe it was a little bit of the the sugar that probably makes its way into the sauces we eat, I, mm-hmm. you know, it was it was very different than what I expected when I got there. Well, my sister and her husband went to New Zealand mm-hmm. uh, a couple of years back, and they went to a Mexican, I guess, you know, like I guess a you know, mm-hmm. Mexican food restaurant while they were there. Was it Tex-Mex? 
I don't know. I, don't know. I guess it was supposed to be like Tex-Mex or something along those lines. Anyway, regardless of what it was, you know. It was supposed to be. They said it tasted like Italian food. Oh. <laughs> now, it's funny. I've had Mexican food in New Zealand. Because I went there with a group of high school kids and, and the, the teacher who was kind of the leader of the group celebrated her birthday while we were in New Zealand and she wanted Mexican food. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason we went there because we wouldn't have gone to a Mexican restaurant in New, visiting New Zealand for any other reason. But we went there and it, it did taste, to me, it tasted a lot like Tex-Mex. It just was missing the right seasonings and things that, that make Tex-Mex taste like Tex-Mex to me. Mm-hmm. But I didn't think it tasted like Italian. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but that's interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Just, yeah. just hearsay. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. So what about you, Chris? What's your favorite? I don't know. What do you enjoy? <laughs> you don't... Okay. I don't want to think about it right now. I really have. I don't know. I've been. I have a really hard time thinking about food right now, especially being after the holidays and stuff. But well, think about what you're eating now. What is the favorite stuff that you're eating? Um, I hate it all. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. I don't hate it. We, okay. we get to have some some nice things. <laughs> some nice things. <sighs> Wait, while you're thinking, can I? Can I tell you about something that I noticed on the TV yesterday? Mm-hmm. Sure. They are ad- they have this advertisement that says it has all these vegetables showing mm-hmm. and it says most vegetables or like I don't know, 80% of vegetables end up in the trash. And then it shows you how to prepare a really cool vegetable dish. It says, eat it. <laughs> Stop putting it in the trash. Hmm. So I thought that was interesting that they're promoting the vegetables mm-hmm. and how so, you can. Well, a lot are they saying 80% of it gets cooked, but people throw it away or 80% of it rots in the refrigerator? I think that's probably more likely yeah. fruit. That's also yeah. a big thing with fruit. You mm-hmm. buy it mm-hmm. as it's there. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, w- I think I would love to be like mm. in a, um, like in Italy where you can just go down to the market yeah. and you buy your food for the day and then, because sometimes you think you're going right. to be in the mood for all these fruits and vegetables and then you get home and life happens and you're not in the mood right. for it tomorrow. And Well, and it's also so. a hugely different culture. Yes. you They're not working the same amount of hours that we are. They get to go home and go prepare food. And they walk. Yeah. <laughs> to yeah. where they're going. And you know, yeah. Working eight plus hours a day, there is absolutely no way I'm going to stop at the grocery store. I'm going to go home. Mm-hmm. Right. And once my shoes are off and my car is parked, I'm not leaving. <laughs> yeah. So if I don't have it there, mm-hmm. it's not going to get made. Mm. But yeah. I, and you know, mentioned earlier that I'm a vegan. I don't throw away vegetables. They get eaten. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a hugely different lifestyle. It is. So. Yeah. It would be nice to be able to do that. Culturally, we don't have the time for that. Yeah. But like uh, the other day I bought fresh vegetables or sorry, fresh fruit and they were going to go bad. 
And thankfully, my mom was there. She washed them, divided them up, put them in baggies, and they're going to be smoothies. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, put them in the freezer. So I did do something good once. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Chris, have you been able to think? Mm -mm. (laughs) Peppers, carrots. I don't know. What you got? I eat a lot of carrots. Salad? I eat a lot of wheat, bananas, and... Sweet potatoes. Sweet potatoes are good. Mm-hmm. And regular potatoes. Regular potatoes are good, too. Mm-hmm. Can I say that my favorite food is coffee or beer? Does that count? <laughs> sure. I that think you can say whatever you like. Because <laughs> yeah. it's probably both of those things. <laughs> In equal amounts. But not together. Not together. No. <laughs> I don't know. They do have coffee beer. Yeah, I saw this the other day. There was a coffee-infused beer. I've had something like that. And there's also like coffee-infused vodka too. Well, yeah. yeah, There's probably coffee-infused everything. Yes. Well, I was going to say there's vodka-infused everything now. Well, that's a different thing. (laughs) That's another podcast. Yeah, but coffee, you can actually get be creative with that, not just like add natural flavors. I mean. I've seen beers that are brewed with mm-hmm. coffee, mm-hmm. like actually brewed with coffee, not just we added we added coffee flavoring after we got done with everything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know what? All I, um, beer is a grain, so I can't have that <gasps> right now either. So. Oh, <laughs> oh, sacrifice! Yeah, wow, it's a good thing you didn't have to give up coffee. Yeah, thank goodness. <laughs> there were some other cleanse that that we were gonna do at some point and it was like talk, talking about how you have to taper off your caffeine i'm like mm, i'm not doing that that's gonna be the hardest part that's, <laughs> if everybody wants to die <laughs> yeah you know, I guess. well <laughs> like how pleasant do you want me to well, be we'll chris off the front desk <laughs> right. customer service is not gonna be in his vocabulary. but no that's not the that's not the one we're on so it's okay it's good <laughs> So I just have to say a fun fact. Mm-hmm. I've got a few of those here in front of me. In Kentucky, it is illegal to carry an ice cream cone in your back pocket. <laughs> you know what that makes me want to do? Go to Kentucky yeah. and put an ice cream cone in your back pocket? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So. I wonder who did that. And I wonder which and police officer was exactly. like, hey. <laughs> that should be illegal. We okay. should make a law. Let's do it. Maybe they put it there and they forgot and they went into the, a business and it dropped. <laughs> I wonder what police so officer illegal. is actually looking for it. it was the mayor's business. <laughs> yeah. You wonder I what. wonder what police officers are actually looking for that. Like, oh my gosh, that guy's got an ice cream <laughs> in his does. back pocket. So you can carry it in your, your front pocket. pocket, huh? I guess so, yeah. Uh, uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, because it's coat pockets. Mm-hmm. So cargo pants, you could have lots of ice cream, okay. yeah. just as long as you don't put it in the back pockets. Wow. I would be eating my ice cream if I had it. I would not be putting it in my yeah. pocket. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Here, yeah, let me save this for later. The, that's I'm the question. Why, why would anybody do that <laughs> so to begin with? it specifically says ice cream cone. Yeah, so so maybe there's no okay. ice cream so you have an ice cream sandwich in your back pocket. <laughs> there you go. There you go. You could put the ice or cream, but not the cup cone. of ice cream, right? Well, what if you just put the cone and no ice cream? Yeah. Well, we're just uh, like, I'm going to take this cone. Yeah. It's illegal. You would be in trouble. 
Because it's still an ice cream cone. It's the cone. It has no ice cream on it. It's still an ice cream cone. So I wonder Mm. if the sugar cone is the same as a waffle cone. Yeah, really. Hmm. Hmm. What? Yeah. Like, what if you were going to do something else with your cone? Not put ice cream on it. Yeah. Now I kind of wish I knew someone in Kentucky that yeah, called right you could ask about that, right? <laughs> I should do me a favor. Oh. I'll pay your ticket. <laughs> I do. My sister lives in Kentucky. Oh. Right. She's in Kentucky right now. So we could have her. Get her to walk past the police station with ice cream <laughs> going cones in her back pocket. <laughs> right now. Hi. Yeah, that would be weird. I'm calling her. Hmm. That must be something that they had grandfathered in from something. For- but from what? Ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. It's like, from what though? That's so odd. Maybe, maybe, I don't know. Maybe someone used like a waffle cone as a weapon. Yeah. Oh, please. Like, just, <laughs> or, to, or used it to hide a weapon. Like, <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, maybe hide a weapon. Uh, like they had their, they had their shiv disguised in their oh waffle cone goodness. or something like that. Just I don't don't get your waffle cones mixed up. <laughs> one of them has ice cream and the other one does not. Wow. Uh, okay. Could, yeah, be in trouble. Wow, that was a fun fact. <laughs> are, you, are, are you sure that that's not like an urban legend or anything like that? Yeah. After our discussion about our last one of our last episodes. Let me just put the disclaimer again: is that I'm getting this off of the, the off website, the internet. Yeah, the, the internet. internet so <laughs> my sources may not be credible. Just wow. saying. Aren't you a librarian? <laughs> <laughs> okay. This source was a lot more credible. Okay. Uh, so, I don't think I have a favorite. Food. Yeah? It depends on the day and it depends on the mood I'm in. Because some days I want Mexican. I cook a lot of that at home. Italian. Mm-hmm. I've had that the Vietnamese soup. Oh, um, is it pho? I think so. Pho? Yeah. I, yeah. How do you say that? Something different than pho, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's like pho. Pho? Yeah. Pho. It's spelled so, P-H-O. So. I've never right, said it. Right. I said I would like that, actually. Somebody else actually ordered for me. Um, but, but it was really so, good. So I'm trying to look up, like, where would I find the source for this thing about Kentucky? Yes. And in the process of that, I found out that in Georgia, yes, it's illegal to carry an ice cream cone in your back pocket on Sunday. Oh, <gasps> only on Sunday. Respect the Sabbath, y'all. Oh, that's got to be from back <laughs> in like the 13 colonies. Or no, even, so, even before that. What did well, they have against ice cream So cones? here's what it says. <laughs> it's an old law put in place to prevent stealing horses. What? Because people would put ice cream cones in their back pockets oh, to horse lure the horses. And then they'd just be like... And they'd just be trotting along. I'm not like, stealing a horse. I'm not stealing a horse. I'm just walking down the street. I love it. <laughs> oh, you know, that? Horses like apples only, and carrots. I, wonder I guess if they only did that on... Sundays? They only did, it's only <laughs> yes, I see. That's, I don't know. It's illegal don't know. to steal on Sunday. It's because everybody's in, everybody else is in church, so uh, yeah. So so you shouldn't be walking around with ice cream cones in your back pocket. Well, everybody else is in church. Yeah, you should not, be in church, not paying attention, because <laughs> then they can't they can't witness you stealing a horse. I don't know. That still sounds really dumb. I thought this was going to be like one of those things where mincemeat pie was illegal 
because on Sundays. Like, what I think I'm pretty sure this is before they were actually like all you know there was 13 colonies that like you know during the old Puritan uh-huh. mm-hmm. Puritan times that like mincemeat pie was illegal to have on Sunday. Why? I guess because it was too delicious. <laughs> 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 it had like you know they made it and it had like rum and stuff in it and it was uh, did it have rum or okay. something okay. like that? It, had, it was fermented. It had like fruits and and then whatever meat was left over from yeah. the bones and stuff yeah. they scraped off. And they put it all in, in this barrel and it would ferment the, 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 old, the only way they used to make mincemeat. And then once it was fermented and it blew the top off, then that was when it was ready to make some pie. And, uh, wow. Yeah. That but, you know, there was disgusting. like there was a lot of things that were illegal on Sundays yes. back in those times. Like it was illegal to walk down the street whistling on Sundays. And, mm-hmm. and this is not stuff that, like, un- unless that they've, you know changed the history books recently. This is stuff I actually learned in, in history yeah. classes in college. <laughs> yeah. so. For the internet. A professor actually told me this wow. as part of the curriculum. So, hmm. <laughs> so true facts. Yeah. <laughs> I, t- I thought of it, tacos. I think tacos would be my most eaten that's my go-to for at home. It's mm-hmm. just very quick and easy, and you can there's get vegetables. Been, yeah, there's been times where you've had tacos like two or three times a week, and you can make like a batch of stuff and then like a batch of whatever you put in the tacos mm-hmm. and then use that multiple times throughout the week. Yeah. And I don't... Like, since we're talking about like food and like fusions and stuff or whatever we're... We're calling. Whatever we're talking about. <laughs> because I don't like when I think of things like, you know, having tacos or or pizza or whatever, we always think like, oh, you know, it's like pizza's supposed to be like Italian or tacos are supposed to be Mexican or mm-hmm. or whatever, but mm, the way we make them now, not really. There may they may have been like inspired by or loosely based on mm-hmm. those things in the past, but it's like the tacos and pizza and stuff that we have now are really just Americanized versions of mm-hmm. things that yes. came from other cultures. The tortilla is just a vehicle for what you want to put in it. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It could be peanut like butter and chocolate. Right? <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, like bread. Exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah. Because uh, yeah, like every a taco pizza has its bread. Mm-hmm. Right. Who's had taco pizza? I have mm-hmm. not done that yet. I've had taco pizza. Oh wait! Yeah. You, oh, you mean I? Okay, like, like taco. taco stuff on yeah. A pizza. pizza. I was thinking of like pizza mm-hmm. tacos. Uh, I don't think I haven't done that, that yet. That's a can calzone, isn't it? Actually, I have. You put right? some calzone and has the bolded pizza. Right. There you go. Yeah. I mean, it's sealed, sealed, but it's still a <laughs> taco shaped pizza taco. <laughs> yeah. So, do you have a dish? Anybody to have a dish like that at home? That's kind of culturally mixed that you eat regularly or that's a favorite hmm. i don't know how culturally mixed it is but our kind of go-to is quiche okay and we put whatever we have in it mm-hmm. but it it never comes out to be anything that looks even vaguely french so I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't look if French. That matters. <laughs> like, Not that quiche looks French, but it is. I mean, that's yeah. where the word yeah. comes from. Yeah, that's where it comes from. But I don't know how French any quiche I have ever tasted actually is. 
maybe I've had quiche Lorraine, probably from a craft <laughs> website recipe, so it didn't count. But I don't know. I will say, a couple of weeks ago, we did some food prepping, and we had we made uh, shawarma for the first time. Yeah, what's that? What's that? Yeah, y'all never had no. sh- shawarma. No. It kind of vaguely sounds familiar. Yeah. If you if you've ever watched the first Avengers movie, then. Nope. Then you've Sorry. at least heard the term shawarma. You remember at the end of mm-hmm. where Tony's like, "We should we go, I gotta go get some shawarma," and, and the little <laughs> hidden scene at the end. They're all, they're all out there sitting eating, around yeah. eating shawarma. So spill it, but still what tell us what that? it is. I yeah. looked it, I looked it up, and it's what is it? it's spelled S H U W A R M A, like shawarma. Mm-hmm. Um, like some, something like that. Your shoes. Yeah, but you just you know, I guess you just say like shawarma. Um, and I don't know how it's like, how it's nor- originally prepared, but the re- recipe you, we used was like, you know, chicken that was very finely sliced, like mm-hmm. very finely, like mm-hmm. paper thin. And you, you use Greek yogurt and a bunch of spices, like a whole bunch, whole bunch of different spices. And you, you put it, and then you mix it all up and you let it marinate and then you just cook it all together. And then you eat it out of like a pita. Hmm. So, okay. you could probably make it with tofu mm-hmm. or something like that, vegan shawarma. Just cut the tofu really thin. Right. So, what I guess, I don't know. culture is that from? I thought it was like Middle more Eastern Middle Eastern or, or oh, okay. Indian or something like that. Somewhere around that area. But, but I was just thinking because of the bread. Mm-hmm. That's probably that air area over there. Uh, Mediterranean. Eastern Mediterranean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Indian subcontinent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So the shawarma we made was probably not anything like how you would actually get shawarma if you went to a restaurant, mm. but it was still pretty red. Hmm. All right. <laughs> All right. So have you eaten it at a restaurant to compare it? Mm-mm. Okay. No, this is the first time we'd ever had anything like that. That was called that. Yeah. <laughs> that was called that. <laughs> <laughs> So y'all ready for a fun food fact? Sure. Ketchup was sold in the 1930s as medicine. Medicine? Mm. To cure what? Yeah. Well, because of the tomatoes in it, it was supposed to help with your digestive problems. Hmm. Okay. So tomatoes help with digestive problems? It well, was, it says here it was that it was... at one time. <laughs> yeah, it was also made with berries, grapes, mushrooms, and other foods. So hmm. maybe with everything in it, it's vegetables. They're good for you. <laughs> no, f- tomatoes are fruits. Oh. oh. And so are the berries. <laughs> Sorry. So fruits yes, and vegetables. Knowledge and wisdom thing. <laughs> did, we, did we talk about that that time? We yeah, did. that time. How we couldn't think of a vegetable. Everything kept coming up as a fruit. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Right. However, I did find... (laughs) Culturally, we can still say it's a fruit or a vegetable. Ah. I mean, I guess... There's another fun food fact for you. I guess you can call it whatever you want. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't make you right. (laughs) There you go. Here you go. That's why we put disclaimers in there, right? <laughs> I know I've mentioned this before, but we've mm-hmm. started doing this 
one of those home grocery things mm-hmm. where they send you a box of groceries every week with some recipes and you're supposed to cook it. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. really interesting because that is a really big thing now. It Rem- is. Remember when it used to be going and making your freezer meals? Mm-hmm. That was like that was a, that was a thing. Yeah, about that. Yeah, there were all kinds of places to go, and you put them together, and then you would take them home and freeze them, and yeah, thaw them and bake them or whatever when it was time. Hmm. But this is fresh ingredients. Okay, and you do whatever it tells you to do. Follow the recipe at your house. So yeah. you don't have to go they anywhere. Sh- they ship it to your house. You get a box once a week. It has all your ingredients except olive oil, salt, and pepper. That is all you're expected hmm. to have. Hmm. Like, they even provide the eggs and the cooking oil, like if you're frying something. Wow. It's all included there. What, uh, you were talking about this the other day, mm-hmm. and you mentioned something with goat cheese. Yep. And I've tried really hard to like goat cheese, and I cannot. Mm-hmm. So I don't want them to send me something I don't like. Well, so yeah, that's one of the cool things. So when you first sign up, you sort of you sort of fill out a um, profile of the sorts of things you like, mm-hmm. or dietary needs, or you know whatever you can say. And then each week they send you about a dozen choices. And mm-hmm. for us, we we buy three meals for two every week. And so we pick three of the choices out of those 12. And there are, there are pork and beef and chicken and some kind of seafood. There are always some vegetarian or meatless options. Um, I've never looked to see if they are actually vegan. More than likely not. Probably not. But, but I mean, there are some that are just vegetable things. Mm-hmm. You know, that's... Yeah, vegetables and olive oil is kind of don't use the cheese they send. Yeah, well, yeah, (laughs) exactly. So, um, and you choose what you want each week, and if you need to skip a week, you tell them don't send anything this week. So you're not. I mean, at least this one that we use is we don't have a contract, but we do have a minimum amount for each week's order, so that they're not shipping us a box of five dollars worth of stuff that's costing them twenty dollars to ship. Right, but. Anyway, it's it's been really interesting because we've tried a lot of foods that we never would have just done. Mm-hmm. Um, I found out that I'm a much better cook than I ever had any idea because, uh-huh. holy cow, I can make this this work because I can follow directions. <laughs> <laughs> and you <laughs> have all, all the ingredients. Right. Yeah. And, and you're not having to do these weird substitutions because, oh, my gosh, I don't have whatever is on the recipe, you know, that I found on the Internet. Um and something like, well, oh, there's this, this one ingredient that we don't really like. Leave it out. Do something else, mm-hmm. you know, if we want to. So we really like it. There are, there are a lot of options, too. There are at least four of those kind of companies that I know of. So do you feel like you tend to go out to eat less? Oh, absolutely. We used to be really bad about going out to eat all the time. Okay. Um, we would go out to eat probably at least three nights a week. We would order a pizza at least once a week just because by the time we get home, we look at the refrigerator mm-hmm. and, oh, that's what we have. Mm-hmm. Nope, I don't want that. Or, oh, we're out of whatever. And I'm home and my shoes are off and I'm not going to the exactly. store. Exactly. <laughs> Even though the, the store is one mile away oh, from yeah. our house. 
we're still not going to do it. So yes, absolutely. And the other thing is, I have already paid for this. It forces me to do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If there was one week when some some things came up and we just weren't going to get to one, and I called my daughter and said, "Hey, I've got this," and it was a sweet potato with black bean chili, something or other that she just thought sounded great and. Mm -hmm. Gave it to her, and she enjoyed it and loved it. And, you know, but otherwise, we've prepared everything that's been sent to us. So at least three nights a week, we're eating at home. And it costs us $20 a night. And and usually, when we finish a meal, there's, a, there's something left over. So two adults... Sometimes my adult son is there, and he'll eat half of it, and my husband and I will eat the other half. <laughs> and this works out okay, yeah. except that my son needs more food. But <laughs> anyway, it, it's, really, it's really been kind of a new experience for us because we've, we've tried a lot of things that we just never would have even tried. So not trying to sell that to anybody, but... I found out there are a lot of things out there that I really like eating that I had no idea I would ever eat and that I probably never would have tried if they hadn't showed up in my box. And that you wouldn't have been able to cook? No. Or that I you didn't, didn't know you were able to cook? I didn't know I was able to cook. Now, there there were a couple of things that just didn't work. Like, there was one that was a Vietnamese something, and I was supposed to make this little crepe-looking thing, but it was Vietnamese, so it was obviously not a crepe. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just didn't work. It kind of fell apart and didn't come out right. It tasted really good, but it didn't, it wasn't mm-hmm. put together the way it was supposed to be. But I've seen them make crepes like uh, on the street. Mm-hmm. And they've got, mm-hmm. the, you know, they've these big, huge, flat grills mm-hmm. round, and they just put a little bit of batter and then swirl it. Yeah. Swirl it. It's so thin. It's like, oh my gosh, it's right. crazy. <laughs> I think maybe that's what I did is I didn't really make it thin enough because it just looked too thin. <laughs> I think that may uh, okay. be what I did. But anyway, so speaking of street food, have you, what street food have you eaten? Because that kind of, I wonder, you know, like we've been to New York City a few times and I really kind of worry about buying a hot dog from that guy. Mm-hmm. Even though I know they have to have licenses and all that stuff, it just kind of freaks me out a little. Yeah. So what are your experiences with street food? I will do it in another country and I won't ah, think twice about it. Okay. Which is really kind of interesting because <laughs> they're <not> laws. <laughs> well, and I was like all for it at one time. Until we were, I mean, this was years ago, and there was this food truck outside of this grocery store that we were going into, and they had tacos, and I'm like, oh, that sounds really good. Uh, And as we're walking up, the lady sneezes into her hand and just does not wash. (laughs) It's like, like, I'm done. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not going there. So, I don't know. And so, I haven't really tried food trucks Mm -hmm. very much around here. I. I don't. I don't do it at yeah. all. Uh-uh. Oh, it, I'm not even talking about food trucks. I'm talking about like, like a street vendor. Street yeah, vendor. Like yeah, like with the little cart vendor. and stuff like that. Yeah. 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 I don't do it. Why? <laughs> I don't know that person. I don't know what he's touched. Right? I don't know who's been up there before me touching whatevs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The only thing that I will buy from someone that's pushing a cart is... Like one of those frozen treats that's mm-hmm. pre-sealed. 
Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> and he's handing okay. it to me, and mm-hmm. I'm looking at him, and I'm looking at it, and or then I'm a like, bottle right. drink. Yeah, something that water I something. have to break a seal for. Okay. <laughs> okay. What about like at the fair or something like that, where they've got the the vendors set up? Is that different for you? Um, if it is the only thing that I can eat, and I'm going to be there all day, uh-huh. I will do it, and I will just be like, I hope I don't die. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah, at the fair, I would do that. And that's mm-hmm. crazy because I know I know that the street vendor person has to have a license. I don't know about the fair because I know that some of those booths are, yeah. these are fundraisers for this organization. Mm-hmm. These people mm-hmm. just showed up you just paid and for the somebody spot. showed them how to use that funnel cake maker or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it is. Yeah. So I know through having been with the Boy Scouts and wanting to do something mm-hmm. like that, that they had to have some kind of food license before they okay. could do it. Everybody who works there I has, don't to, know. has to go. Okay. I, I don't know yeah. if it's the organ that one troop has mm-hmm. the food license and maybe it's the adults. I honestly yeah. don't know. Okay. Some people may be able to handle the front part and the other people handle the <laughs> yeah. thing. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, but that's an interesting mm-hmm. thought because I would mm-hmm. not think twice about eating at the fair. Right. Know. I've not gotten sick. I think people should wear gloves. That's yeah. A, that's oh, good. Yeah. yeah. I think if people wore gloves, but still, still sneezing. Right. Yeah, yeah there's nothing for you. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah. I mean, I watch people who have gloves, and then they'll go over and handle your money and all and that. And then they'll go back and handle yes. it. It's, it's like, like, what's the point of wearing gloves? Right. So, at the donut shop, <laughs> the last time I went and bought donuts for whatever here at the library, it probably was the last book sale because I usually get donuts mm-hmm. for the volunteers for the morning when they're setting up. So, I went to get the donuts, and, and I actually saw her put on gloves to fill my box, take off the glove to handle my money, but then she put the same glove back on. And I was thinking, well, that's something, but is that okay? Because she just used her money hand to to pull the the glove glove back on. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I mean, I know that's a lot of gloves you go through if you toss the glove, handle the money, put new gloves on. When I was but little, I, don't know. I used to put my money in my shoe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How many people still do that? And no, then hand it to pay for donuts. People put their money all oh, yeah. kinds of places we don't want to think about. Yeah, let's, you know, I don't think we should talk about that. <laughs> I think you're right. So, right. yeah. But, but I, have, I, do, I have been to places where they say, you know, we'll not accept questionable. Yeah. You know. Someone walks up and going to pay and they just and I'm talking to a woman mm-hmm. just pulls her debit card out of her bra and gives it to you mm-hmm. no thanks I don't want to touch that <laughs> street food Chris I've had some things I had some, some things some pizza one time I don't okay. even remember what it was called uh, but it was in Fort Worth okay I think it was in Fort Worth yeah it was I, it was. I remember it being good. I don't remember much else about it. <laughs> it's a long time ago. Mm-hmm. I had some nachos in Denton at the Harvest House. They had a food mm-hmm. truck there. It was really okay. nice. Really nice setup. Um, because 
if it didn't have wheels, you would have thought that it was just like a just a building mm-hmm. sitting mm-hmm. there, you know. Um, but those were really good too. And I think that's about it as far as like on the street. Mm-hmm. I did have uh, tacos al pastor one time at my little cousin's birthday party. But the the folks that were running that, I'm not sure what their normal operation was. Like okay. if they had like a cart or a, a truck or if they hmm. just did events like that or what. Okay. But isn't, I mean, tacos al pastor, that's usually considered like street tacos. Is mm-hmm. that right, yeah. Denise? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, but that was really good. I mean, hmm. yeah. And of course, tacos. <laughs> <laughs> tacos. So, so there. <laughs> okay. Well, and I think that those kinds of things have come a long way recently. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. You know, the way that they advertise them and gourmet mm-hmm. food trucks. And well, yeah, it used to be things. that the food truck, the only food trucks there were, were the ones that that served construction sites mm-hmm. or something. like. And you drive behind them and you're smelling the old grease coming out of the fan, you mm-hmm. know, out of the back. And that's all there is, is just the fried food or the, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. And and now it's it's a gourmet industry, food trucks. Yeah. So it's a whole different thing. I think it's different in the sense that we stand there and we watch what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Because all these concerns are the same going out to eat somewhere yeah right. you just don't see anybody preparing your food that's right you yeah. just don't see them oh, i don't want to talk about that because that'll gross me out <laughs> we're just concerned about it because i we think can it's see more it. i think it's more of a psychological thing yeah, when it comes absolutely. to a street vendor than just going out to eat mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. well i think maybe you expect that the standards are a little higher in a in a restaurant mm-hmm. than a cart on the street corner, but still a human being preparing. It's probably all about that person and their yep. what they think they they should do or not. But you did say that you were going to eat. You were going to eat tacos at Taco Libre. Yeah, I'm going to make an exception on that. Going to make an exception on yeah. that. <laughs> hmm. So, what is Taco Libre? Taco Libre is this annual. Taco Fest that they do in Dallas. Okay. And they basically get a whole bunch of taco places to mm-hmm. be at the farmer's market okay. in Dallas. They have live music and they have Lucha Libre. Oh, my goodness. And hopefully we will go this year mm-hmm. because I want to be all up in there. <laughs> I want to see Lucha Libre fights. I want to see, I want to go see some bands. And we'll see if I can find vegan tacos somewhere. (laughs) Somebody's bound to have. I'm sure someone's bound to have vegetable tacos. I'm sure. Yeah. So you'll just make an exception for that. I'll just have to. (laughs) It's not like I'm going to be able to be like, okay, so I'm going to go over here to eat or I brought my lunch. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure they will frown upon me bringing my lunch. Probably. (laughs) Especially, I'm, just here, I'm just here for the fights and the music, okay? Maybe some beer. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't, bring, lunch. don't bring an ice cream cone in your back pocket. <laughs> yeah, no ice cream cone in the back pocket. There you go, especially not on Sunday. Yeah. Right. They'll be watching for the horse following you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to steal that horse, y'all. <laughs> Keep an eye out. Yeah, we're watching. 
Did y'all know that almonds are a member of the peach family? What? Say that again. Almonds are a member of the peach family. Is that so? Is that like just like a pit without a peach around it? That's what it. That's what it would look like. Yeah. If you look at the peach pit, it does look a lot like a. It kind of does. Walnut. Huh. Hmm. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Earlier, Don, you had asked if we have any cooking shows or food shows that we watch and we talked a little bit about that before we turned the recording on yeah <laughs> so i wanted to talk about that so what did, what did y'all i watched a couple watch? of baking shows yeah but i'm not like i don't watch them frequently okay occasionally like if i turn on the tv and it's on it'll just suck me right in like the bake-off mm-hmm. sorts of things where you got teams or yeah or people, people are or something um i don't know what it's called but the one where they have to make desserts out of the stuff that they okay like you have three seconds yeah. or something to go and <laughs> grab <seconds>. things <laughs> or however yeah. and then they have to to make something and make it make it pretty hmm. oh. cake boss I remember I used to watch that oh, with my yeah. sister, Cake Boss. Yeah, oh, yeah, I forgot I, about that. I'm pretty sure a lot of that show was scripted. There's what? Too many <laughs> that was reality. There's there's too too many too many like. This is just, yeah. No, nobody has that kind of stuff going on in their bakery every day. Yeah, and they have those kind of interactions with their. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> every interaction with his family was just like one crazy. So was this the guy in Philadelphia? Jersey. He was, he was up there, okay. northeast somewhere. Okay. Somewhere there were like two of them that were that were on at the same time, and one of them it was all about the guy, and one of them it was all about the cakes. Hmm. I think Cake Boss was the one that was all about the guy. Really, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, they baked cakes, but it was all about the guy. It was about but then, his family, and yeah, he'd, he'd always make. But a then the other one, I don't remember cake. knowing about the family at all. It was just they always had interesting things they were having to make, and like I remember one time they did they they got a contract to do a cake for the Super Bowl for a party at the Super Bowl, but they had to take it from wherever they were to wherever the Super Bowl was, and like. In their van, they had to drive hundreds of miles <laughs> to get, and, and you know, for whatever reason. So, how they put it all together and all this stuff, and they used all this. Um, so, what's that that you put on fondant? Fondant, yes. Which which just seems gross to me. I I have no use for that at all. I don't think it tastes good. Uh-uh, I think it's either. too smooth and doesn't look like real icing. Mm-hmm. So, but anyway, they use that all the time because it looks really smooth and pretty and you can do all kinds of stuff. It's like that. sugar plastic. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good way to describe that. And like gold sprinkles and stuff like that, that are yeah. edible. I'm dubious about that kind of thing. I'm just like, mm. That doesn't seem like something I should eat. Yeah. It seems yeah. like a bad idea on multiple levels. <laughs> so the silver balls. Yeah. That's those, always the one yeah. that creeps me out. Because when you like see BBs. the little silver balls. And yeah. Yeah. The they beads. look like BBs. And you think, okay, I'm going to break a tooth if I try to crunch into that. But supposedly it's edible. Mm-hmm. All right. I'll pass. I'll skip that. 
But yeah, okay. I, remember, I remember the cake boss. I remember yeah. the weird food. I know Dawn, you mentioned, or was it Andrew's Biz- Bizarre Foods? Bizarre Foods with Andrew Zimmerman. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. remember a whole so, lot of those. But. So what kind of stuff did he do? Like, did he go all over the world? He did. Um, I think he does some in the the states also. Okay, but yeah, it's like they don't waste the animal kind of thing, uh, and they eat some things that are like, okay. oh my word. Hmm. I could not do that. I liked the one where they like they would have a snake heart and they put it in a shot of sake. Oh, really? Hmm. Yeah, that was a, that was a thing. Uh. I was like, <laughs> I would I would try that. Did they cook it or was it like raw? No, it was like blood and stuff. Uh. And <laughs> so was the sake warm as it's supposed it to be traditionally? I guess it was room temperature. Yeah, actually, mm. sake is served in a variety of. I in methods so. actually, yeah. usually the the See, warm I'm sake not, is. I'm not up on my sake usually the, drinking. The uh, from what I understand, I it's usually that. the the lesser quality sake that you heat up because really? it kind of uh, takes the edge off a little bit. Is that right? Yeah. Hmm. Huh. All right. I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> <laughs> so is it supposed to be room temperature? I think so. So I mean, the next but, time someone serves me warm sake, you be like, I'll I don't know. want the cheap hey, things. I don't want this cheap stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I think people should just have it however they enjoy it. But there that's just, you go. That, that's what I've I've learned. And, um, but yeah, I I don't know if they heat it. I just know it was like a snake heart and sake. <laughs> wow. Yes. Which actually doesn't a, even matter. No. Nope. <laughs> there's a variety of like different snake sakes, not like with raw. Well, like <laughs> where you where you would put get like a snake. Uh-huh. A dead a dead snake or whatever, and you coil it up in the bottom, and and once the snake is completely dissolved and there's just a skeleton, that means it's ready to consume. Oh, <laughs> sorry, good. You were you were wanting that reaction too. <laughs> That's gross. Wow. They're all, all things that I would aspire so, to have one day. <laughs> like that's even worse than the worm in the tequila bottle, because it's there. It's not all disintegrated into what right. you just drank. <laughs> so I'm sorry. Continue. Well, that was good. <laughs> that's bizarre, bizarre foods. Um, no, it, this is this is a great direction for our podcast today. I should have had my sister here. She could have had all kinds of things to say. She's mm. lived in Mexico, and then she's lived in the Philippines and in Africa. I think mm. she's wow. had her share of. Yeah. Interesting things. Mm-hmm. She did tell me a lot about when she was in Africa. Um, a friend of hers owns a pizza shop. Okay. And he would make tuna pizza. Mm. So mm. that was definitely different. I don't think I would ever put tuna on a pizza. <laughs> no. I don't, I don't know. I just can't think of a way that that would be good. Yeah. And then she nothing. told me one time she had... Something about warm milk. And come to find out, it was milk from the cow. I mean, they milked the cow and mm-hmm. drank it that's, right away. And That's it's like, like hospitality, what you give to a guest, mm-hmm. isn't it? Like the fresh mm-hmm. milk. Could be. Because that's the best you have. It hasn't spoiled in any way. Mm-hmm. So there you go. I don't know. Yuck. Okay, okay. so food shows... 
We watched a long time ago. We would watch Iron Chef a lot. That was fun okay. to watch them battle it out. And um, more recently, we watch Diners, Drive-ins, and Dives hmm. quite a bit, I guess. And we've been to a few of those. Hmm. So who, when we travel. who's who's that one? Guy Fieri. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 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 Oh, Man versus Food. Yes. Yeah. I've yeah. seen that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They have a new guy on there now. He's yep. not as interesting as the old guy. Mm-hmm. But it's just, like you had mentioned before, the other guy's not on it because he has health issues. Right. From eating all that food. <laughs> well, that, and, and it wasn't just eating that food. It was eating that amount of amount. the food. Yeah. Yes. Well, you, you can you seriously injure yourself. Yeah, exactly. And that was and that was part of it. A lot of it was you have to eat this in a certain amount of time, too. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just eat this over a day. Mm-hmm. It eat it was, in an hour. Th- yeah, exactly. Yeah. Eat this in an hour. And, like, you ha- and for the you know next five minutes, you can't throw up right. or you can't yeah. do anything. Yeah. See, I, I don't like... Uh, I don't like... The ones where he would eat a lot of food. Yeah. I just, uh, I just have a, an issue with that. Yeah, I feel like lot, it was a lot more interesting when he would just try weird and interesting things. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of bizarre recipes or oh, here's rattlesnake steaks or you know things like that but, instead of just this huge giant amount of right. something. Well, he did some neat ones that were. Uh, spice like spicy challenges mm, that mm-hmm, I'm totally mm-hmm, cool with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really, and I've, I actually have done done one of those myself where mm. it was habaneros. Okay, um, but yeah, the uh, you know the different restaurants that have the like, can you survive? Yeah, or like Har- what is it? Harvey Washbangers has the Wall of Pain. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and and it, it you know all spicy stuff like those. I think is totally cool because it's not about eating. Yeah. Like obscene quantities. It's about can you handle? I can pain? remember even even being a little kid and and seeing those commercial. I mean the billboards for it was a truck stop in Abilene, I think, and yeah. it was one of those. If you eat the seventy two ounce mm-hmm. steak in an hour, then you get it free. Well, yeah, but <laughs> how much repeat business do you have of that? And wow, that's mm. just that's disgusting. a roast. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you think about your stomach being the size of your fist, and and a portion, a serving is three ounces. Is it three? Four ounces? Something yeah. like that's that. probably yeah. true. Yeah. So, Good. and you have to Great. eat all the stuff that comes with right. it. Right. Right. That's what's right. Yeah. Well, I I, I was talking about this earlier it, that one of the man versus food he went to the Lone Star Bakery in Round Rock and they instead of giving him a dozen donuts, they made him a one pound donut, which is this giant thing. It's like three inches deep, and the the whole donut is about three inches wide, all the way. You know, each mm-hmm. side is three inches wide, and I can't even imagine that getting cooked, let alone being tasty. Mm-hmm. Somebody in my family bought one. I think my brother maybe bought one once, and and it was doughy in the middle, mm-hmm. and and that's not what round rock donuts are about. Doughy so, donuts? Yeah, they're yeah. not. They're not that. They're about being fluffy and. Well, they're more about the grease and the sugar. Greasy and fluffy. And <laughs> greasy and sugary, sugary, and that's what you want for round rock donuts. Not, not doughy. Not doughy. Definitely not doughy. Yeah. You shared some of those with us before, right? Yes, I yeah, have. They're 
the the dozen that made it back. <laughs> Thankfully, think, made I it from her house time, over here. I think yeah. that time we bought three dozen. We bought we ate one dozen coming home. We put one dozen in our freezer and we brought a dozen over here. So yeah, it it takes a lot of willpower not to eat them all. <laughs> so fun fact, Chris. Worcestershire sauce mm-hmm. is made from dissolved fish. <gasps> no way. Google it. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of uh, wow. The so. the fish we look that you showed me the other day. The oh, bo- yeah. bon- bonito. Yeah. That is like the hardest hardest food in the world. Uh-huh. That's what it said. What? It's how, how you can make a knife out a, of it. You can make a knife oh. or a hammer out of it. <laughs> Yeah. Out of the fish? Out of the fish. Yeah, but people eat it also, so. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. know how that works. Yeah, but. I don't know how that works. <laughs> hmm. Fascinating. So does anybody eat fast food that you're willing to admit? Well, sure. Yes. I think <laughs> everybody does some Yeah, at some another. point. Yeah. Do I like? like fast food? Like, do you have a favorite or do you have a go-to sort of, th- if I do fast food, this is what I do? Do I, there's a this is fast food. This is what I don't. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, and I don't think it's necessarily because it's bad. It's just that it's not something that I've ever frequented. Mm-hmm. So I've mm-hmm. just never gone and tried it. Okay. Um, I don't know Panda Express. Mm. Um. I did try that one once, and I got a headache. Oh. So. Too much MSG. That's mm-hmm. what I was thinking, mm-hmm. yeah. Hmm. Which has never happened to me before. My sister gets those head- headaches from hmm. MSG. She can't have it. But, mm. um, it must have been a lot. Yeah. yeah. MSG. Well, yeah. that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Wow. I only get French fries at places. Mm-hmm. fast food places there isn't really or burritos with just beans yeah occasionally if I have to go to the Taco Bell <laughs> uh-huh yeah seriously it's been like eight years Taco and he still brings Taco up the Taco black bean burrito <laughs> yeah yeah but usually it's just fries okay and I do not ever go to McDonald's yeah no like not even no. for the fries <laughs> I, don't, I don't ever even think about going there yeah. I usually go there just for their sweet tea half and half tea interesting and it's Okay, so partly my sister-in-law goes there. She thinks mm-hmm. they have the best tea. Um, I'm going to say Chicken Express has the best tea, but okay. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> and let me just say, I've tried Chicken Express, and they do have good tea. But I believe McDonald's has to filter theirs. They use filtered water because they want uh, all of their tea all over the country, no matter yeah. where you are, to taste, to taste the same. Mm-hmm. Right. So they filter their water. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, here in Decatur, depending on the time of year, you have mm-hmm. to be really careful about where you get drinks. Yeah. Yes. And I can, yeah, you can yeah. taste it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I'll go there versus going somewhere else. Because mm-hmm. you, it's a known quantity. Yes. You know what it's going to taste like there. And they are really consistent yeah. with making half and half. Hmm, okay. It's pretty yeah. consistent every single time. Mm-hmm. There's other places I go and I ask for it and it's sweet. All sweet. Uh-huh. Maybe just a little dash of unsweet. Or you <laughs> ask and then it's all unsweet. Yeah. It's like, come on. Hmm. Yeah, it's 
it's hit and miss at a lot of places, mm. but there they are always consistent. But yes, we have you not could really. Could just go to those places in. where you get it yourself. Well, if I went in, then you know it's half and half, right? <laughs> oh, because you go to the drive-thru. Drive-thru, oh, right. Yes, I got you. I'm like, wait, what? Why can't you just get your own? Where you just drive through? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to stick my, my hand through your window and use my cup, okay? Okay, I'm one of those people who would, I will walk in to get my to-go order just because I don't want to sit in the line at the drive-thru. Sometimes I'll do that I, at the line. Very lines. often, I I do that. Okay. So, all right. Didn't even occur to me that you were going to be right All right. I got gotcha. So what's your favorite? Um, if I'm going to buy fast food most of the time, it's breakfast at McDonald's, and I will get a bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit and orange juice. And so it's like once every three months or so, that's kind of my treat for myself because it's horrible for me. Mm-hmm. Except the orange juice, of course, you know. Which cool. is I guess orange it depends, juice. depends on the orange juice. If it's Minute Maid, you're getting all sugar. Well, it's not <laughs> Minute Maid. I can tell. It's not it's not it's not sugar, sugar, sugar. So actually, which reminds me. Yeah. I did go to McDonald's and get breakfast the other day because you came in and uh-huh. said, Oh, I had McDonald's breakfast today too. Yes, I did. So I remember that. Okay. Does pizza places like Domino's count as fast food? Yeah, does that count? Yeah, well, yeah, maybe. Okay, yeah. and that's probably... Okay, we do a lot of that, too. Probably a favorite. Pizza. Yeah. We do Pizza Hut. So what's your favorite pizza? I have to say that mine ever, all time in the world, is Conan's Deep Dish Pizza from Austin. So there are two or three... There were. I have no idea if they're still even there. I think yeah. they are. Um, but there, the original Conan's was just off the UT campus downtown, and then there was one that came, that opened up in North Austin, which is where I lived. That's where I grew mm-hmm. up. So that was my first Chicago-style deep dish pizza, and it was just the best. It just the the combination of the ingredients, the you know the proportions of everything it was just right. It was just delicious hmm. my favorite haven't had it in years probably many more than i even <laughs> want to admit i have three different favorites three different favorites and go it for it depends on where i am ah no <laughs> right. okay right. so this is one that i don't get very often mm-hmm. it's efratelli's pizza okay um i was introduced to that when i was working in irving okay years and years ago and I've only had it a couple times because it was so far away. But, oh, my goodness, it is so good. Very good pizza. Okay. Um, Kodiak Jack's in Montana. All right. Oh, and there's another one. Oh, that one was good, too. Oh, that one was good, Yeah, I can't remember the name of that other place. But this one is in a small town where my parents live. And... You know, you, sometimes they're like, oh, let's go out to pizza. And you think, oh, how good can it be? Oh, it was good. Hmm. They had some really spicy pizzas and different things, and it was mm-hmm. really good. Ifratelli's, I don't th- think they have more than a thin crust. Okay. Um, and But the Kodiak Jacks had a, has more of a thick crust option and all that. So the other one was in Italy. Mm-hmm. And I will never forget this pizza because 
at the hotel that we were staying at, at you walk out the door and there was a pizza place mm-hmm. and we were starving one morning and they were open. So we walk in and I order this cheese pizza with mushrooms. Oh my gosh. That was the best pizza hands down hmm. ever. The cheese never solidified because we it was cold. It was in November when we were over there and it just stayed wow. this melty kind of cheese. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was so good. Hmm. I keep trying to figure out how they made that pizza. Sounds like state-dependent memory to me. (laughs) I was starving. No, no. Because I had it more than once when we were over there. Maybe it was just like really fresh mozzarella. Yes, and that's what somebody over here told me. It was just really fresh mozzarella because it doesn't um, set up. So... There aren't very many places where I can get pizza, mm-hmm. like with cheese and stuff. But Mellow Mushroom in Denton mm-hmm. has oh, yeah. a very good vegan pizza. Yep. Okay. I've never been there. I've seen it. It's good. But it's I've good. never been there. Because don't you have to park backwards on that street? Uh huh. Yeah, there's street, like a little. But you can park elsewhere and walk. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, that's one thing I remember about the, yeah. <laughs> the Mellow so Mushroom in Denton. Park. Yeah. Yeah. There are <laughs> Everybody who lives in Denton gripes about that street. What a stupid idea that was. It makes it very easy to get out, yes. but it's pain in the neck mm-hmm. to get into. It's it's one end or the other. You're going to have trouble. And yeah. so yeah. they decided to make it earlier rather than later. <laughs> oh, well. Before you've had that drink, which yeah, you shouldn't be driving well, anyway. Yeah. So there you go. There you there go. You go. <laughs> Where's your favorite pizza? Um, I guess I haven't been around... To enough pizza places. <laughs> He'll uh, eat all the pizza, but pizza's he's not pizza. like. <laughs> I think that we, in one of our previous discussions, I think that I said I like Pronto's pizza the best. Oh, yeah, Pronto's is pretty good. Pronto's in Bridgeport. Sounds hmm. familiar. Okay. So, like, okay. non chain, that would probably yeah. be. Uh-huh. And then, like, as far as chain pizza, probably Domino's. Hmm. Okay. But the well done, yeah. well cooked pan crust when it's black around the edges mm-hmm. and crispy. Okay. It's crispy on the outside and fluffy on the inside. Hmm. I don't like the deep dish so much because, especially at Pizza Hut, they're greasy. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is the mm-hmm. down. The and see, that's of what those. that's Conan's was not greasy. This was bread. I mean, <laughs> <it> was, <laughs> yeah. What I did have some pizza at uh, in Illinois is a place. That my mom remembered because she grew up there in, in Peoria. Um, her mom didn't like it. My grandma, she said it was greasy goop. <laughs> but it was Marcy's pizza, and it was really good. Mm. It was, I guess it was, it was really soft because they used a really thin crust, and there was a lot of ingredients on there, so it probably got kind of soggy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but it was still really good. I always dream of having a piece of New York style pizza and folding it over mm-hmm. and eating it. But I've never done that. I have. <laughs> I don't know why. And I don't like it. Really? I don't, I don't like the the New York style pizza that you get, you know, from the little pizzeria right there. Yeah. It, I don't think it has a lot of flavor. Well, and I want like a true New York style pizza, mm-hmm. but I wonder if it does it may just let me down. Yeah, I went to New York know. and had a pizza. Mm. Anyway. Because <laughs> every time we... I've, I've been to New York three times. Two times or three times. I don't remember now. Um, 
But each time we've gone, we've made sure that we got pizza Mm -hmm. from a pizzeria right down in Manhattan. And both times, it was was just, eh. Hmm. There's not a lot of flavor here. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, well. So if we've made you hungry... Stop at the <laughs> library and pick up some cookbooks. We have plenty. Yes, we do. On our display, don't we have like a 2018 display? Whatever. Either way, we've got cookbooks. We've got cookbooks. Lots of cookbooks. Lots of them. 641. And if you can't find <laughs> what you're looking for, decimals. then... We also have internet access. We have internet we access. And you can always access all recipes. You can get fun facts from the <laughs> Fun food facts. All right. Thanks. You've been listening to the Long Overdue Podcast. Stay hungry, my friends. (laughs) 